Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. The opinions and views expressed by the host and guest are not necessarily the views and opinions of the Blake Radio Network. Broadcasting, broadcasting, broadcasting to the world, broadcasting to the world, to the world, to the world, spreading the news and information. Dr. Daniels, and welcome to Healing with Dr. Daniels. It is Tuesday, March 14th, 2017. All right, and today's topic is, we're going to talk about better than a trip to Bali. So we're going to talk about everyday stressors and how to relieve them using natural means and getting more relaxation than even a trip to Bali. And our special guest is Lillian Daniels. Lillian, are you there? Hello, I am. All right, awesome. All right, so Lillian is going to be talking to us about this. So, so Lillian, uh, why Bali? Oh, man, so I would say Bali because of just the culture, so the essence of the people, the way they treat you, how they treat themselves, and just the peace that they have. And it can, you can literally see it walking down the street and with the interactions that you have. Um, also, just the beauty of the jewelry, the beauty of the rice patties, and it's extremely, extremely peaceful. So that was one thing I really loved about it. It's just like feeling very much so at peace and grounded when I went there. Now, when you went to Bali, how long did you stay? I stayed, the first time I went in 2015, I stayed for approximately, I want to say about a week. Oh, okay. All right, great. Great. Wonderful. All right. So you experienced the relaxation of Bali and the stretches. Now, was there something stressful going on in your life at that time that you went there? Yeah. So at that point, I left my um, usual job and I decided, you know, I really want to learn how to manage myself better and not have to kind of push it off, push it off. And so I left um, my job in New York City. Well, the location was exactly in New Jersey. And I headed out to Bali. And the stress was really kind of, it was something new. 
Um, and so it was really kind of about going out on a limb. Oh, okay, great. So let's talk about um, different types of stretches that people have, um, you know, in um, you know Western, more modern culture. So what are what are some uh, some common stressors? A huge stressor is having a routine that is too long. Like a lot of times we're told, okay, you not you have to map out your day and that'll make everything better. But it's just like if you have a routine that is actually working against you that can be a huge, huge cause of stress. And, you know, you're actually causing harm when you mean to do well and give yourself more time, give yourself, um, you know, more relaxation and overall reduce your stress. Oh, okay. And what would be another, another uh, so what would be the solution to that? Well, one of the solutions... The, the solution I found, so one example of a stress that I had was I had a hairstyle that would take about 30 minutes on top of, you know, $600 whenever I wanted to get it done. Um, you know, it would take 30 minutes every day at least to get it perfect. Um, so I'd have to make sure it was perfect. I'd have to plan out the day and say, okay, I can't work out or I can work out. And it just added on or more so took away from the time that I had to do something else that would really help me. And so a solution to that was really cutting down on the the amount of time that it took for me to get ready in the morning. And so instead of having a routine that took, you know, one hour, I was able to reduce it down to a routine that took 15 minutes. And so that would be things like preparing, uh, having a wardrobe that has a few pieces that no matter what, I feel good um, putting them on. Because I know sometimes, you know, if you have a specific pair of pants, you're like, okay, I know I can fit this um, I can fit this one day, but I can't fit them the, the, another day. So if you have go-to pieces that no matter, you know, what the mood, you know, what you had the day, the day before, you're going to feel good and confident about it, um, that, that mm-hmm. really reduces the stress. Now, some people have a common structure, which is a commute. Can you talk about that, like commuting and how that can be stressful and what's stressful about it and what would be a remedy? Definitely. So I had a two-hour commute, and that was two hours in and two hours back. And, you know, on top of it being a long period of time, it literally drains you. So, you know, you might calculate, okay, I'm going to put in nine hours of work today. And so you want to make sure that you're able to really make sure that those nine hours are just really you're bringing yourself to your full self to the table um, mm-hmm. and that you're really um, energized and that you're your best self. So if you're spending two hours where you're already, you know, reducing your energy, then you're not going to be able to be ready for that presentation. You're not going to be able to be confident for that meeting with a client or just, you know, anything that you have, any challenge you have to encounter for the day. So the commute really cuts down on your energy level as well as you're bringing yourself your best self, you know, most energetic self, um, to the table for the day. Yeah, now commute can be can really be be tough. So, what are some solutions to to these big commutes? One solution to the big commute is um, really referring back to your morning routine. Like, so say you have a long morning routine, don't let the morning routine be one more thing that is going to add, you know, over thirty minutes to your day because that actually makes it critical. Um, amount of time uh, 
critical impact. Um, and so one direct solution to commute, commuting is making sure that you have something soothing to listen to on the way there and being aware of how you feel on the way to work um, and on your way back from work and making sure that it's able to be mm -hmm. a de-stressing situation. So you might have soothing music. You might make sure that you have a free, favorite go-to necklace that you're like, okay, I feel good about myself. Because often a lot of people, while they're commuting, they'll actually finish their beauty routine. So while they're commuting, they're putting on their makeup. While they're commuting, they're, you know, doing things that aren't kind of calming them down for, you know, facing the day. So I would say calm down, calming down, allowing you to, yourself to calm down during that long period of time, and mm -hmm. also um, having go-to pieces that help you to just be ready so you don't have to get everything ready while you're on your way there. So that's one commuting uh, solution. What's another? Are there other solutions for the commute that are a little more um, fundamental? I mean, I that was like, like eliminating point. it all, eliminating it all together. Uh, that 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 you know that's a situ that's a solution. I was assuming people didn't have that option, but absolutely. So if you have the option of working from home, I would definitely say say if you have a commute that's two hours and you have the option of either negotiating a work-from-home option or um, finding a position that is closer to you, I would certainly choose that. Um, and another thing is when you are working for home, from home, it's kind of easy to sink into a pattern of, you know, okay, I'm just going to wear my PJs to work because you're working from home. And so it's really awesome to really have go-to pieces that are going to just help you feel comfortable and feel prepared as well as professional. Because sometimes when you're working from home, you know, and you go back to um, go back to work, you can kind of feel out of there like you might not be in the loop. So definitely work from home if you have that option or try to find a role that allows you to be um, closer to your home so you don't have as long of a commute. So now, so, so my, my, my audience in the chat room is saying, wow, who, who is this that Dr. Dennis is talking to? So uh, your name is Lillian Daniels, and um, we're related, right? We are. <laughs> we are related. So yesterday, people asked me to have my mother on, but uh, mom can't make it. She's 85. So you're my yeah. daughter, but you have the same name as my mother. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. And so, so actually, we're talking about um, reducing stress. And reducing yeah. stress naturally. And now another stress um, people that people have, and I've talked about a lot in my show, is toxins. Um, can you talk a little bit about that, about um, kind of toxin exposure and ways to reduce your toxin exposure to reduce your stress? Absolutely. So the effect of toxins, like on me, I'm able to see pretty immediately because I'm really sensitive. Like I have a... Um, lobster allergy and my routine and just naturally the way I operate I don't have that many chemicals so when I encounter one you know like a red flag goes off either I'll have like um, you know irritation or anything like that and so one thing with toxins is uh, they they hide in things that we use on a daily basis and we use you know it, it's in our routine and one thing that's really scary when it comes to beauty is, you know, think about if you have makeup or 
you know, you're putting it on every single day. And sometimes, you know, they say wash your makeup off, but sometimes, you know, you may miss it. But, you know, you know the soap that we use, the makeup that we use, the clothes we put on our body, the jewelry that we put on our body, those are, have an effect. And whether it is, you know, closing up pores, which, you know, makes it more difficult for you to release toxins, whether you're sweating or naturally, or, you know, whether it's just irritation of the skin. And so, you know, the, the, the effect of toxins is huge, and it doesn't always come in the form of a bottle that has poison written on it and be put in front of you. Um, I think the biggest impact are those toxins that we are subconsciously using on a um, day-to-day basis. So for that reason... So like, an area where it comes yeah. to, like, uh, jewelry, do you have, like, like, like other, like, skin sensitivities or nickel sensitivities or... Yeah, so I realized when I would purchase jewelry that wasn't gold or wasn't silver, but it would be it would still it would still be kind of pricey. It would still cause an irritation, say to my earring to my ear or like my neck. And I would be kind of annoyed because I was just like, Hey, I paid, you know, a pretty penny for this and it's irritating me or it's not lasting. And so I definitely had that problem and that really impacted how, you know, I go about the jewelry that I wear today. So I look for jewelry that doesn't have metal in it. I look for jewelry that isn't highly processed or sprayed with something when it's, you know, if it's coming from out of the country, making sure that it's natural. Um, And, you know, on top of that, it's awesome when you find a piece that is, that can go with multiple outfits. So it's not irritating your skin and it's making your life easier. And it's really about like customizing you know, your life as much as possible because, you know, if you can't take care of yourself, you can't take care of anybody else. Okay, so so let's go back to Bali because we're talking about a, a trip to Bali here. So when you went to Bali, you, you found some jewelry that, that was actually exceptional. What did you find? So, yeah, and so I spoke about the essence of the people and the beauty of the jewelry. And so I picked up one piece, and um, I realized it didn't have any metal in it. Um, I realized that it looked absolutely gorgeous. And I know I can be, sometimes I don't want to stick out too much or I don't want to be too flashy. And so it was a red necklace. And so I was just like, okay, this is okay enough where it's going to be comfortable. I feel comfortable wearing it. And so I, you know, I purchased that and came back to the U.S. And I realized that I was wearing it, you know, for any occasion. I realized that it didn't fall apart. I realized I didn't have any rash or irritation. Um, and I was just like, this is really, really helpful, and it makes me feel great about myself. So that was that was one of the things I discovered while I was in Bali. Now, what is it made? What, what was the necklace made out of, the material, the beads? Yeah, and so the button is made of a mother of pearl, and then it's all held together with, natural string from Bali. And then what's really awesome mm-hmm. is it's made from recycled glass. So each of the very nice beads are made from recycled glass. And so it's, it's not only does it look great, but it's also, you know, a positive impact on the, um, on the earth. Um, another okay, so, thing about so it these things, yeah. factors about the, the necklace make it so that it's hypoallergenic. I mean, people who are sensitive to things, this is something that um, it's not going to cause the skin sensitivity. 
and it doesn't have uh, artificial chemicals and things in it. Mhm. Oh, okay. All right. I just wanted to to check that. Now, what are some other um, stressors that people have in their in their daily life that could be handled, Definitely. you know, naturally? Definitely. Um, one huge stressor is not being able to work out. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so, like, you know, say you, you have your commute in the morning, you get to work, and then you're just going, going, going in terms of just, you know, knocking out work. And frequently doing that work, we're sitting down, um, and, you know, we're sitting down, we might be snacking, and then, you know, a huge cause of stress is missing the opportunity to get get in a little bit of physical activity, which will naturally release endorphins and give us energy mm-hmm. and positive um, mindset. And so not being able to get that in, in, you know, or fit it into your day is a huge, huge stressor. And you literally will see a, sh- a shift in how you feel, how you handle situations when you're able to add in something, even if it's just, you know, taking a walk around your building or um, getting up for a few moments. Okay, so not being able to work out is, is, a, is a huge stress. So do you have any tricks to being able to work out or trying to fit it in? Absolutely. So, you know, there are sometimes people say do it in the morning, and that can be really challenging. And I think one of the solutions to getting rid of stress and adapting a new habit is making the habit doable. So, you know, don't go from not working out to, okay, I'm going to, you know, just do a marathon. You know, that's not going to be that's, – that's going to be – one, it's going to be challenging – and, you know, it's, it's not going to be, you know, helpful, helpful in our psychology. And so one thing I really um, recommend is just getting up to take a walk every five minutes um, just to keep the blood moving. Uh, and then one of the best things is if you have a gym in proximity to you, close proximity to you, then going there to get in 30 minutes of um, cardio or moving and just doing what you can. Um, and so I'm, I'm certified in yoga, and one of the things is really being kind to yourself. So if you can walk, walk, and, you know, that will be great. And if you can run, that's fine too. But it's really about being kind to yourself and trying to get in those 30 minutes. And I highly recommend doing it in the middle of the day because during the middle of the day, frequently you encounter, you know, low energy and you're like, you know what, I just need a boost. And that workout will give you that boost of energy. And then you get to avoid, you know, having to take coffee or, you know, an energy drink, which may have um, toxins or additives that you might be trying to avoid. Okay. Now, people are asking lots of questions in the in the uh, uh, chat room. They're asking, how do you handle internal cleansing while in Bali or overseas? Oh, absolutely. So for this, I'm going to have to say vitality capsules, internal cleansing. And so one thing with travel is, you know, you are not able to, it's it's more challenging to handle what you're eating and to manage what you're eating. And so for that, I would recommend um, vitality capsules. And I would also recommend, say you're taking off for a flight, um, try to make sure that you're eating fruits and vegetables that are high in liquid. For example, instead of having a baked potato, which is taking out some of the liquid and the hydration in the potato, I would instead recommend having a boiled potato. So you're actually infusing even more liquid in it. 
But just having things like mm-hmm. that, one of my favorite go-tos, yeah, one of my favorite go-tos are just boiling some green beans, and you can just snack on them or grabbing a piece of fruit such as an apple. And those are things that you can actually bring with you through the airport, and it helps you to have food in your body that's easier to digest um, because it's very tempting to eat all the cookies on the airplane um, and other items that will kind of stop us up and prevent any detoxing. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. All right. Great. Now, what about um, another stress people have is just simply being tired. You know, what would be um, a way to cope with that? Oh, simply being tired. And it's interesting. Um, I would say just try to get more rest. And in order to get more rest, you just need more time. Um, and so that kind of goes back to cutting down on your morning routine, um, making sure that you have um, things in place that cut down on time. So one huge thing for me was changing my hairstyle so it didn't take 30 minutes or, you know, altering or cutting down on my wardrobe so that I didn't have 50 choices. I had 10 choices to choose from. And making sure that those choices that I'm choosing are going to make me feel good about myself and be able to do my job well um, or accomplish whatever I'm looking to accomplish for that day. So in terms of, you know, just not having enough energy or being tired, I would say try to get, you know, try to get more sleep. Um, another thing was I don't eat a lot of meat, and I don't know if any other any of the listeners have this challenge, but when I, real, I realized that if I would just have a boiled egg, then I would be able to kind of feel my energy would be sustained for a longer period of time. So it doesn't give you like an up boost or a sugar rush, but it allows you to have a sustained energy and efficiency and work time. Oh, okay, great. Now, as far as um, shortening that morning routine and getting more um, time to sleep in a little bit, uh, how does that fit in with the uh, with the Bali bead necklace? Definitely. So, what I found with the Bali bead necklace was it's not. It helps that it's not a piece or um, a piece of jewelry that you know it's going to be in style one season and out the other, or you know, two years from now. It's, you know, it's not going to look good. It's a timeless piece, and it goes with so many things. And so um, it allows me to do something. So say I'm working from home, and I'm working from home, and then, you know, friends say, hey, come out and go to this event with us, or, hey, come give a talk. And what the Bali Bead Necklace allowed was for me to go to each of those different events and obligations without having to reconfigure what I was wearing. All I had to do was throw on my Bali Beat necklace. And so that cut down on so much time because planning what I'm going to wear um, would actually prevent me from going to events sometimes. I'd be like, I don't know what I'm going to wear. It, it's, I just don't know what's going to be completely appropriate. I don't feel confident about it, so I'm just going to stay in and I'll send my, you know, my regards for not being able to show up. So it allows you to show up. It allows you to feel good when you show up, and you're going to get your, you know, you get your value from it, and you get your use from it because it's so, so timeless. And so that's something I really appreciated about the Bali Bead necklace was that it allowed me to take care of my obligations without having to sacrifice how I felt about myself or how I looked because that was already taken care of so I could just, you know, go to work or go to meet friends and feel really happy and great about it. Okay, wonderful. Now, another stressor is a lack of confidence. What, what do you uh, 
think about that. You know, it's interesting. Um, when when it comes to confidence, there's definitely challenges throughout the day that can kind of attempt to, you know, smother the, our inner voice and our intuition. And so a lot of times we're busy rushing around trying to make sure that we're we're going to we're, we're going to be confident about ourselves, but not taking the time to figure out, okay, am I, is this something that I want? Is this something that's going to, you know, serve me? And so what I loved about the Bali Vita necklace is it gave me time to answer that question. So instead of having to put on, put on, put on an outfit that was, um, that I wasn't, you know, sure about or that I thought someone else would be a firm, I was able to put on my necklace and I felt, okay, I know I feel good. I, I feel great about myself. And now I can go forward and, you know, figure out, okay, what is, what is, what is the route to me not feeling confident right now and really helping to get to the answer of that in a um, long, mm-hmm. long-standing manner because, you know, you want to make sure you're able to attack confidence in a way that's going to last and that will really help you long-term. Okay. All right. Great. Now, another uh, area of stress is a lot of people, you know, they try and be healthy. They, they realize that, oops, they've got to start um, preparing their own food. So meal prep can mm-hmm. be a serious uh, stressor. And, and how would you, um, you know, get around that? So getting around meal prep, one thing I really want to start off with is if something isn't working for you, you know, just stop it right off the bat because there's a lot of um, information and insight on, you know, what meals you should have, what meals you should prepare, and, you know, it's not one size fits all. And so I would say start off with, you know, getting to the root of, okay, what what is the goal of my meal prep? Is it to um, get more protein or, you know, is it to give me more energy? And then once you start, you know, experimenting with different recipes, um, you know, with listening to your body and looking at the results and seeing, okay, am I getting more time? Am I getting more energy? And so once you, you know, figured out what your goal is for the meal prep, um, I, like, I use uh, making batches. And so I'll make something at the beginning of the week. And, um, you know, again, like we were speaking of, you know, time comes into it again. You know, time is the one thing we can't get back. And so when you're able to make your meals, so making them making them ahead of time, that's already helping you to save time and helping you to take care of your health. Um, you know, you definitely want to make sure that you're able to give yourself that time to prepare your meals. Because once you prepare your meals and you're giving yourself nutritious um, food and the foods that you need, you're just going to be that much more prepared for the week. Um, and it's not just on a fitness goal. It really affects your psychology and affects, you know, your energy levels. Um, and that's huge. Now, the other thing I, I've noticed and I tell people is really um, home-cooked meals or cooking your own food is really one of the best gifts they can give themselves. Um, I, I 1,000% agree. Um, like I, I have a thing it's called like food is love. And it's not just, you know, because you can literally add years to someone's life by the type of food that you are cooking for them or you teach them to cook for themselves and so like I cook a lot for myself I cook a lot for my friends and you know one of the greatest feelings is when they're like William this tastes good so I'm like great I'm so happy you like it because I want you to eat this so we can both see each other at the age of 95 and so it's very um 
um, rewarding, and I it's it's definitely one of the best things you can give yourself because you're able to the longer you're able to feel energized and you have all your um, your you know your feeling and your senses you know the better mm-hmm. and eating well just helps you to do that for a longer period of time at a better capacity and that's how I see it yeah now people are asking about the Bali bead here in the in the um, chat room they want to know where they can go to see a picture of the Bali bead ne- necklace that's uh, toxin free definitely so on Instagram, you can you can see it on Instagram at the Bali Bead, T H E B A L I B E A D, and you can also visit thebalibead.com, and that is the website where you can see the, um, there's one that has uh, 12 strands, and that's um, lighter, and then there's one, and that's called the original, and then there's one that has over 38 strands, and that's called the statement. So when you go to the site, you'll be able to see the necklace. When you go to the Instagram, you'll be able to see how different people have worn the necklace and how they really use it to just integrate it into their wardrobe and into their daily life. Okay. All right. Great. And people are also asking about, um, like an example, one or two um, filling dinner recipes that are highly nutritious. Absolutely. Can you think of one or two? I so I certainly can. So filling dinner recipes, I would say kale and potatoes. This was a favorite go to and it is it has been tested on, you know, you know, people that haven't cooked before and but it's absolutely you know, delicious. So basically you boil potatoes, then you saute you saute kale and onions and then you season it with a little bit of salt, a little bit of pepper and thyme. Um once it's once boiled, you take them out cut them up, and then you can add the kale on top, and that's pretty much it. And you can add different spices, like I like to add cayenne pepper to pretty much everything, um, but that is a filling dish, and you have, you know, a balance of nutrients. Um, another go-to that I absolutely love is black beans and rice. And so I would just cook, um, you know, brown rice, and so about one cup of rice, brown rice, and um I would say two and a half cups of water, and you bring mm-hmm. it bring it to a boil, and then you're gonna lower it to a simmer, and put the top on it, and then just check it uh, check it at about 15 minutes, and um, you know check it uh, not every 15 minutes, but check it 15 minutes, and then after that, every five minutes until it's done, mm-hmm. and then for the black beans and rice, um, I mean for the black bean soup, um, very simply just use carrots celery and onions, chop them up, saute them with cumin, salt and pepper, and that is your that is the those are the vegetables that you need. You can feel free to add in more vegetables or swap swap out vegetables that you prefer. But those are filling, affordable, and they work perfectly. Um and then for the black beans, it takes a little bit of prep in that you want to soak them the day before. So I never use canned beans. And that's because of the sodium content and because it's just another process that I have a thing control, in control of. And so just soak the, soak the beans the night before, so about a cup of dried black beans to about two and a half cups of water, and then you can bring them to a boil, and similar to the rice, you know, bring them to a boil and then lower to a simmer and cook them down. 
and then you combine that with the with the vegetables. And those are go to and super super easy. And delicious. Okay, now what kind Most of oil do you use to saute your vegetables in? You know what's interesting? I actually started encountering this. So um, I usually I usually use olive oil, but I have also started to not consider not using oil um, because, you know, if you're trying to save money or if you, you know, just want to get more of the flavor from the vegetables, then you can mm-hmm. cook, them at, cook them at medium and then add in water when the bottom of the pot begins to get just a little bit brown. And so you're able mm-hmm. to keep the moisture in them, and you're able to avoid the step of oil for those that might be looking to, you know, not go through, okay, what oil has the highest, you know, heat frequency or such. But um, I use olive oil or I use no oil and slow cook. Oh, okay. All right, great. And so um, now one thing also about um, meal prep as I wanted to mention, is that the food you eat can be itself a severe source of stress if the food is uh, preserved, if it's processed, if it's uh, genetically mm-hmm. modified, if it's filled with insecticides and stuff. And so the key often to getting rid of um, stress naturally is to cook at home with organic ingredients. Absolutely. And you can really taste the difference. You know, you'll you'll taste like, oh my gosh, this this green pepper tastes much richer, more flavorful. Um, so it's even a, it's a great treat when you get to get high quality produce. Okay, now another uh, setback for people in terms of stress is injuries, uh, major injuries. I know uh, people listening, uh, you, know, you sound pretty young, um, but uh, talk about major injuries. Absolutely. So around five years ago, I tore my ACL. I tore my ACL, and this was right before I was coming to moving to New York City. Moving to New York City where I would have a job where I was sitting. I would, uh, you know, I would, I would be sitting mostly. And, you know, it's a busy city. And so, you know, people might not be so nice when I'm trying to, you know, hobble through the, um, through the subway. And so it was a huge, huge source of stress. I thought that a lot of progress that I was trying to make in life was going to be put on hold. And, you know, just the quality of life and spending time with the people that I cared about was going to be hindered. So I worried that I would, you know, you know get out of shape and get, you know, unhealthy. Um, I worried that I would get further injured. You know, there is there are a lot of factors that went into it, you know, how much you want to pay, how much you do or do not want to pay for surgery. I did, I did not get surgery. Um, I turned out well. I, got, I ran the New York City Marathon last year. But there's a lot of stress and worry that can come along with it. Um, and so, you know, just from that, it's really, it was definitely a learning experience. So, yeah, I tore my ACL, and I just, you know, that was not pleasant at all. Okay, so uh, you healed it without surgery. So how did, how did you do that? I guess I'm sure the audience is curious. Absolutely. So it was a combination of um, specific exercises because when you tear your ACL, they'll recommend drugs. They'll recommend um, physical therapy. And I did not take any of the drugs. I did not fill any, any of the prescriptions. I did not, you know, go to get that. Um, and then... Some, 
I was very, I paid very much close attention to the exercises that worked for me and the exercises mm-hmm. that did not. Um, and a lot of the exercises that really helped were those that strengthened the muscles around the knee. And um, the other aspect was what I ate. Um, so I grew up cooking a lot of vegetables. So that's what I cook. That's what I knew how to make. And so just by habit, I don't cook a lot of meat. And so um, it was interesting. During the time of the injury, it was actually a snowstorm in D.C. where I was staying. And, you know, my roommates, they were like, oh, my gosh, there's nothing in, there's nothing in the store. And I was like, what are you talking about? There's everything in the store. And that was because I was looking at the produce aisle because it had everything that I needed and no one, no one had really touched it for the storm. But there was a lot of fruits and vegetables. There was a lot of um, different detox methods and including vitality capsules and ensuring that my digestion was well so that anything from the, um, any waste um, mm-hmm. was really leaving the body as opposed to being attracted to the knee um, to cause even more pain or to, to increase the recovery time even further. Um, another part of that was just like the whole, my whole mindset in terms of, you know, the be- my beauty routine. Um, it was very minimal. So I would, um, you know, I'd make sure that, you know, I had a low-maintenance hairstyle or, you know, and also when you're, when you're taking care of your health and eating certain things, a lot of things you get to avoid. So, like, you know, bad acne. Like, I had acne a long period of time when I was younger. But when I changed my diet, I realized, oh, my, my skin is clearer. Um, and so, you know, just making those changes and making sure that, okay, I had go-to outfits that, weren't too difficult to put together, um, those really helped in terms of my recovery. All right, great. And so in the chat room, there's more kind of questions about vegetables. Um, so are you familiar with those uh, little baby carrots in the store? Yes. They, they sell them in bags. What, what's your recommendation on that? Um, so my recommendation on that actually um, – I have a very uh, interesting relationship with carrots. I don't usually like carrots, but there are two things. So with, with the carrots in the bag specifically, um, if you're in a rush, I would I would try to get them organic. Um, you know, if you if that's if that's your go-to. But if you have a little more time and you're able to get the carrots that are already in the one-pound bag, and those are usually really affordable as well. My challenge is you might have to spend a few extra moments cutting them up. But one thing I love about carrots is just steaming them or boiling them really quickly with some thyme and some salt, and that makes them absolutely delicious. Um, what I realized with the carrots, the baby carrots, was I would only like them, say, if they're, you know, dipped in a not-so-good um, salad dressing. And so it's like if you're dipping carrots in a ranch salad dressing, you might be backpedaling on your ultimate goal is, it's, you know, to be healthy and to really give your body, you know, um, what it needs. But I found that, and I used this with, with specifically with the baby carrots first, was I would just kind of quickly boil them to kind of take out some of the bite. And then by adding mm-hmm. herbs and by adding a, l- a little bit of salt, it just actually made them just, you know, almost finger-looking good. <laughs> okay, so the little carrots then, do you try to avoid the little carrots and just stick to the big ones? I, I don't buy little carrots. Okay. Yeah. So um, personally, I don't I don't buy them either. But here in Panama, I'm not even so sure they sell them. But 
yeah, they are highly processed. They're they're peeled, they're shaped, and uh, in many cases, they are simply uh, larger carrots cut down to size. Yeah. And a lot, I mean, I think part of the reason why they might not taste good to you without the sauce is that um, many of them are also filled with chemicals. Oh, wow. Yes, the key would be to uh, get the full-size carrots. Uh, They're tastier and they're healthier. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what about relationships? Because sometimes relationships can um, add to stress. Absolutely. And um, uh, in terms of relationships, like we're all so, so busy. And when you have relationships, like with me, when it's, you know, dealing like I'm, I'm a daughter, I'm a sister, I'm a niece, and it's extremely, you know, the the – the, with the time that we have to spend with those people that we care about, um, I think it should be a priority, especially when we can, to make sure that that time that we spend with them, it, we're able to be kind, we're able to be conscious, we're able to, um, you know, be present. And, you know, sometimes, you know, say you have a busy day, and then the people that you care most about are getting the worst of you. And so um, in terms of managing relationships, you know, I think a big stressor can be kind of when you're not able to take care of yourself enough so that you're able to share, you know, your happiness and share your positive energy with the people that you care about. And that, again, you know, goes back to, you know, time and goes back to, you know, making sure you're able to meal prep and, uh cutting down on the chemicals in your life and so that you're able to be energetic and bring yourself to your full self to the table. Um, and, you know, it's like for me in New York city, you know, and dating, if I have a whole bunch of things to do in one day, then I could like decide, Oh, I'm not going to have, I'm not going to go on a date because I don't feel good about myself. I don't feel pretty or I don't feel put together. And so that's one thing I love about the Bali bead is it helps me to feel feel great even if I'm super super busy and so just taking away one more thing that you have to think about whether you're going on dates or whether you're spending time with friends and family uh, it makes so much difference because I realize you don't just get you know physically exhausted you can get mentally exhausted and so cutting down on the decisions that you have to make so that you can spend more time more quality time with those with your you know um, and spend it on your relationships is so so helpful and it cuts down on stress it, it becomes something that you look forward to as opposed to something that you look to oh my gosh that's something else I have to fix oh okay alright great <laughs> okay <laughs> alright so people are asking lots of uh, questions here about the Bali beat so I guess we should uh, ask them so with the Bali beat how long does it take you to, to get ready in the morning Oh, my gosh. I feel like they won't believe me. Um, <laughs> ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, ten minutes. <laughs> so um, Now, what does it cut down normal. off your morning routine? That you, that, I mean, what is it that you don't have to do anymore? So what I don't have to do is sort through different outfits. Um, so I don't have to sort through different outfits. I don't have to think about, okay, what am I doing in the morning? What am I doing in the afternoon? What am I doing in the evening? Right? So say I'm going to a meeting and then I'm going mm-hmm. to the gym, like, 
I can throw on the bolly beat and be ready for it. For example, say you're going to work out and you have a jean jacket or a blazer and then you have some casual mm-hmm. pants. That's something that's easy to transition from the gym in and then you just throw on your bolly beat and you look extremely, extremely professional and polished. So it cuts down on, you know, the wardrobe um, planning that's needed for mm-hmm. a busy day. Um, another another aspect of it is a lot of the Bali Beat owners, as well as myself, you know, they're like, you know what, I'm still so good that I don't have to go home after work. I can just throw my Bali Beat and I can go meet my meet my girlfriends or meet my friends um, and go bowling or whatever you're doing. They literally said, I feel fun. I feel fun. I feel great. And, you know, it's it's good to feel fun. You know, breaking up the day, breaking up a busy day with feeling fun is great. So, yeah. Okay, so some people, um, and I know you have a free report for people. Uh, can you tell us about that free report? Absolutely. So it's basically um, really nailing down key sources of stress and how you can get rid of them. And so I've included a lot of sources of stress, including some of those that we discussed today, and how you can eliminate them, how you can, this how to make it easier for you to take care of what you have to take care of because there's so many things like we discussed that get in the way, whether it's meal prep, whether it's relationships, whether it's a two-hour commute. Um, all those things get in the way of us, you know, kind of being able to take a deep breather and, um, you know, knock out the work that we have to do or knock out that project that we have to do. And so um, it's the Bali Bead, you know, no stress report. And it's really, you know, like you say, like you don't even have to take a trip to Bali, but you can still get that peace of mind that helps you to get closer to your, you know, happier and more energetic self. Okay. All right. What are what are the things that make um, uh, Bali beads so so special? Well, I know a lot of people there. It's like, you know, Lillian, I'm just so busy and I'm so exhausted all the time. And it just makes it so much easier to not have to worry about one more thing. So that is something I love. Um, On top of that, there's the non-toxic element. They're handcrafted and handmade in Bali. I partner with ladies in Bali. And so it's really great to really be able to to contribute to their economy as well as get a quality product that, you know, a great deal of care and thought has gone into. So when I first encountered the necklace, I made um, changes to it to make it even more adaptable for everyday life. So that's why there's the original, which has 12 strands, and that's why there is the statement, which has uh, about 30, 38 strands. And so you're able to layer it, you're able to make it your own, mm-hmm. and um, it's just, it's, and it's non-toxic. And so the fact that it just makes every single day of your life that much easier um, and that it's a timeless piece that really will boost um, any outfit, um, that's that's really what makes it one of a kind and very special. Okay, that's great. Now, I, I bought one, and what I like about it is uh, it doesn't uh, – the color doesn't smudge off on my skin. <laughs> I buy all kinds no. of. I used to. I don't buy anything more. But I used to buy all kinds of, uh, you know, inexpensive jewelry, like you know, here in Panama, and the color would just kind of um, rub off on my skin. 
And Bali beads, since it's glass, I guess the color is inside of it, or? Absolutely. And one thing is a lot of people are like, oh, William, why don't you have a pink one? Why don't you have a purple one? And that is that plays into the non-toxic aspect of the necklace. Like the only, only the uh-huh. colors that they're able to create organically and naturally are the colors that I'm providing. And so, yes, it's, the color is built into the glass to make it so that it doesn't bleed. Um, and on top of that, you're, you're not going to get an option that is going to be toxic or harmful to your skin. And so that's something I really absolutely adore about it as well. Okay, someone else asked, so when you were in um, Bali, what did you do about your hair? How did you manage your hair? Absolutely. So I, I just wet it every day, and then I pulled it back into a neat bun. And this is actually another trick. It's if you have um, a natural product that you enjoy that's able to smooth down your edges, it makes for a very clean and expensive looking hairdo but it'll last and it's very convenient so i i just pulled my hair back um, into a bun and made sure that the edges were laid down oh, okay so basically you kind of uh wet it maybe an implied oil absolutely okay so very uh very very uh, simple Absolutely. Yep. All right. That's great. So what's the link where they can get this report? Definitely. So you can visit www.thebollybead, and it's T-H-E-B-A-L-I-B-E-A-D.com, and then you're going to do backslash no stress. So, again, it's thebollybead.com. Is it backslash, backslash or forward slash? Um, let's see. At the top of the slash goes to the right, it's forward slash. Ah, yes, I apologize. It is forward slash. And somebody wants to know if you have type 3 hair. Type 3 hair. Type 3? I think I have 4B. Type 4B I hair. Oh, I'm glad that you're familiar with this. <laughs> I see 4A. Yes. I don't see 4B. All right, so it's pretty frizzy hair. Uh, have I got that right? Yes, it is. It is frizzy hair. I'm looking hair. on the internet at, at, at this. Uh, yeah, you're not 3B. You're yeah, definitely not 3B. So at least 4B. Is mm-hmm. that what you said? Type 4B. Yes. What do they say about four? Oh, uh, yeah, closer to that. That's mm-hmm, close. Mm-hmm. Type 4 here. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so someone in the chat room had been, is, is concerned about traveling and having this type of hair and not being able to find a place to get their hair done. And so what you're saying is uh-huh. not to worry, um, some oil, water, and a bit of brush and a, to brush it back is what you're saying. Absolutely. Yep. Okay. All right. Awesome. Let's take a look. Um, Let's go back to the, the um, chat room. Okay, so it's www.thebollybead forward slash no stress? Yes. Okay. All right, so let's go there for your free report. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's see here. Um, 
So wait, let me, I got to go find my uh, callers and see if the callers have any questions. No, it's not that screen. A lot of people think it's easy having a radio show, but there's a lot of stuff to keep track of. Right, we have a caller, caller on the line here. There we go. Hi. Your name and your question? Hello? Hi, you're on the air. Do you have a question? Okay. So let's try another uh, question. Uh-oh. Trying to push all these buttons here. Um, hi. Can you, you name your question? Can you hear me, Doc? Yes, I can hear you. This is Dan in Texas. Hi, Dan. And uh, I just wanted to ask at uh, com forward slash no stress, can we Correct. order those Bali beads at that site? That's your free report site? The order site, I don't know, Lillian, can they order at that site? Or do they have oh, okay, to that's go a to free report. Site? Yeah, free report. So the order site is thebollybead.com. And from that site, we can order it without going through Instagram? Correct. All righty. Thank you, Doc. Okay. And good to hear from your You're daughter. Oh, thank thank you, you very much. Okay. I make sure I get my buttons right here. All right. Okay. I think I've got it. All right. So we've answered the online questions. Okay. Nashville hair is not. <laughs> okay. So Dr. Dance, I hear that natural hair is not as natural as it should be with with many people. What do you think of this? Um, yeah, that is the case. I know when. Um, I was coming up, they had something called jerry curls. It's supposed to be natural, but oh my God, it just took uh, forever to spray this, spray that, do this, do that. And um, I ended up just getting a haircut is what I did because it just was such an overwhelming task. So uh, what's your take on uh, that, Lillian? Absolutely. I know even when I had a weave that was a completely different um, texture hair than I had, it was, um, and I, and I had my natural hair and I was like, Oh, I'm natural. But you know, you see this flowy, very straight hair and it's like, kind of like, wait, what? You know, you kind of confused. Um, and so for me, what I really, what I really appreciated was not having any chemicals in my hair until the age of 16. Um, and I use olive oil a great deal. So um, in terms of natural hair being natural, the biggest thing I found is really hydration, uh, especially with my hair. It gets really, it can be very, very dry. Um, and so just trying, mm-hmm. you know, tr- messing around with a few oils to figure out what works for you. Some people it's coconut oil, some people it's olive oil, other people it might be a, a company's oil, but uh, hydration is key. When you say hydration, you mean drinking water? That is, I would say, more so external. So, like, literally putting olive oil on your hair and giving yourself um, maybe a hot oil treatment every two weeks if you can. But now, should the person wet their hair first before they put the hot oil on it? Yes, this is after washing, conditioning, and patting dry. Ah, Okay. 
All right, great. Okay, and someone said, um, it must be great growing up in Dr. Daniel's house. Uh, could you give them some highlights about uh, what you appreciate most or what you learned? Absolutely. Um, one, it absolutely was a treat. What I learned was how to cook vegetables and make them taste good. And I am so grateful for that because if something doesn't taste good, I'm not going to touch it. But <laughs> but now I know how to make food that is really going to feed me, um, nourish my body, and I make, can make it taste good. Um, and just like, I, again, I, back to food, just cooking different dishes and transitioning um, dishes that may have dairy into it into vegan dishes, um, that was really a treat. And just like just seeing seeing mom cook was really fun, and she's awesome on top of that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you. Okay, we have one more question, mm-hmm. and we have three minutes. I think we can fit it in. Mm-hmm. Hello, Dr. Daniel. Okay. Hi. How are you? Good. Um, I wanted to um, ask you what the best thing is for lowering high blood pressure. Lowering high blood pressure. The absolute one best thing is drinking more water. Um, high blood pressure is a, is a complication of not enough blood circulating to either the kidneys or the brain. And so the number one step would be to drink more water. And the corollary to that is to get rid of all the non-water beverages, no matter what they are. So even if it's, you know, uh, rice milk or almond milk or um, smart water, um, you have to just dial it back to water and increase the water. That is the, the number one thing to do. And um, if you're not taking any drugs, let's just presume you're not, then you can take something like um, cayenne pepper and vinegar you know, mix and just take a half teaspoon or a teaspoon every two hours while you're awake. And what that does is it acts like a detergent. It opens up your circulation. And then, um, you know, the blood can circulate more freely at a lower pressure and the, the pressure comes out. How often are you supposed so those to do the, that? Those are the two big things. Um, every two hours while awake. So if you do it every two hours while awake, then um, it constantly um, is circulating in your blood and it opens up the circulation and it blasts through the, um, the obstructions. Okay. Well, we are out of time. So that is it. Well, thank you very much. And Lillian, thank you for being a guest. And as always, thank you for having me. Happen. You're welcome. So we want to remind people it's thebollybee.com. Yes, for no stress. Yes, for your free report, no stress. And if you want to see the um, necklaces, it's thebollybee.com. All right. Okay. Awesome. Okay. All right. Bye bye. Bye. And always, like I said, think happens. Let me find my uh, outgoing music here.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.